0: Nine The Hog presents another Bob and Bryant podcast. It's time to get reacquainted with the edge of your seat because the big screen is back with great new releases all summer long. Get tickets to see F9, The Fast Saga, The Boss Baby, Family Business, and The Forever Purge at MarcusTheaters.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the program. He always adds an air of class to the show from your Milwaukee Bucks. John McLaughlin. Good morning, John. How are you? My guy, double B,
1: I'm doing all right, and I love hearing you guys.
0: John, the, the Bucks time. are in the NBA finals for the first time since you wore the jersey. Yeah, since number 14 was flying around on the court. <laughs> That's a long time,
1: guys. <laughs> been a, while. Well, just been a to, while.
0: Just to put it into perspective, how long has your jersey been in the rafters now? Um, they retired on
1: December 10, 1976, and that is also considered the birth of the Matson. Fund. Oh, oh and, okay. Yeah. All right, yeah, there you we go. Announced it, we announced it that night. And I apologize. We got some laryngitis going
0: well, but, I'm sure uh, it's from all the screaming you're doing for your beloved Bucks Down at the Deer District. Right. <laughs> Going crazy.
1: Well, I, isn't that something? Um, I, I'll tell you what, man. Um, the fans of Wisconsin and the fans of Milwaukee, the Milwaukee Bucks, they have really made this state proud. Um, with the way they've turned out down there, it, it's remarkable, you guys. Uh, when you consider how many people are in the building I and mean, how many are outside, it's more like a football game or a brewer game in terms of attendance. Well, it's, they it's filled
0: up. They fill up. They filled up the bowl, which is what nine, ten thousand people. The lower bowl, and that's ten bucks to get in. And then there's another twenty to twenty-five thousand standing outside, right?
1: Well, now that they've opened up inside completely. Um, they're putting in over sixteen thousand. Uh, the building seats seventeen one, uh, something like that. But they, they still have some space around the court. So then, if if you say there's sixteen in, and then there's twenty five out, that's a, you know that's a, a football game or a baseball game in terms of size.
0: If yeah. I if I was going to go sit down in the Fiserv forum to watch the game, I think I would want rocks chair. You know, for you know, if the bucks aren't playing there and Rock is not not there, I think I would pay twenty dollars to have that seat. If it's ten just to get in, I'd pay twenty to have Rock's seat. What do you think, John?
1: I think that's the one you would want. Um, when we used to, when I used to do games. Uh, I sat right next to the bench, uh, so that's a good seat because you you have the coach in front of you and the players, and you hear what's going on. You guys would
0: like that one. Well, I like to hear the chatter. I heard this morning that uh, courtside seats on the floor, those seats were going for as high as $30,000 a seat when the Bucks and the Suns are back here on Sunday. That's more than you made probably the year you won the championship, isn't it, John? It's exactly what I made, 30000 <laughs> Yeah. Back in 71, back in right? Now a seat to watch the game Sunday night is going to be more than you – it's going to be as much as you made for the year. Well, and it, yes. And think about
1: how few people can afford that. And think about this, guys. If – and I don't know what they're doing in Phoenix, probably going for more than Phoenix. But if it was in L.A. or New York, it'd be 60000 which is sick. Okay. I mean, it isn't. It is a basketball game, and you can you can't see it on TV, you know, um, <laughs> and, and enjoy it. But it is remarkable what's happened here, and uh, now the Bucks have to win tonight.
0: We're talking to John McLaughlin, the original Milwaukee Buck. Uh, John, what after Game One, the Bucks being down one game to none, what's your stress level right now?
1: Well, you, you know, it, it, I think it does. Build. Even though uh, players have to keep it pretty even, guys. Um, you, you can't get too high, too low. I, I recall in 71, now we only had to go four games in the finals because we weren't wanted in the fourth. But I wanted to play a game a night. I wanted to play every night, uh, which we were used to anyway, and um, to get it over with because I wanted to get to that that ring, I want to get to that, that trophy, I, I just believe we were going to win. So I, I know these guys want to get to the next game, uh, but there's a certain amount of prep, uh, probably, not probably, game plan change um, that you have to go through have a day to do that. But um, I think for the Bucks, they know, look, guys, we want to get this game tonight because if you go back to Milwaukee, 0-2, uh, you have to win two at home. Um, and Phoenix has the home court advantage of it goes seven. And even though there have been some series, like in 74, where the home team won or, or lost, uh, the away team won each game, that's rare. The, the home court is a huge advantage.
0: So what do you do to neutralize or minimize Chris Paul, what would be your remedy? Well, both those
1: guards, guys, um, they let us up. And we knew they would. I mean, these guys are, are all-stars. And they're both great mid-range shooters. And I'm finding this interesting. In the NBA now, it's either threes or dunks. Yeah. And here we play Phoenix, who has a great mid-range game which is old school. Uh, That's where we played before the three point line days, Uh, mid range and in. Uh, Of course, with Kareem, we played inside out, but mid range. So now with their two guards, they took us apart uh, with mid range basketball uh, coming off screens and making them. Now they can make threes also. We know that, but it was a mid-range game, so the Bucks, I think, they're not going to be able to switch off as much as they did, and have Lopez or one of the other big guys on Paul uh, or either one of their guards. As a matter of fact, they're going to have to try to stay home and keep a smaller man on them with better quickness.
0: Alright, You you so said be- you said Phoenix plays an, an old-school style game, like like when you were playing. So let's take your old Milwaukee Bucks. Let's take the uh, the championship team from uh, from '70. All right, who would you have put on Chris Paul from that team to slow him down to neutralize him?
1: Well, for sure not me. <laughs> no, <laughs> for sure not <laughs> me. Um, you know, he, he would have been a matchup problem. Um, Oscar could have played him. Uh, Oscar was a good defender. And you had to have quick feet uh, to, to play him, um, but um, and, and then then I probably would have matched up at the other guard, and then uh, Lucius Allen would have come in as well with good quickness. Um, but they would have had a nightmare trying to guard us.
0: Who on their team would guard Kareem? <laughs> well, that's the question. Yeah, how would they? Yeah, how would they have matched up against you? Because couldn't Kareem. Was, he was never stopped. Age stopped Kareem, not not another player, really. Well, I I got people actually
1: that about the Jordan uh, Bulls, and I go, okay, Jordan, Oscar, Pippin, Dandridge, uh, me, whoever their shooting was, they are Tony Ku coach,
0: you were Ku coach.
1: Well, no, no, God, uh, Ku coach was the other oh, forward. Okay. Um, and and Greg Smith, who was our best athlete. And I go, okay, match up, match up, match up. Who's going to go to Kareem? They, they had no one to go to Kareem. So I would see that as a problem for Phoenix also. We could, you know, uh, checkmate, checkmate, checkmate who's going to go Kareem. <laughs> uh, and I'm not sure they could checkmate Oscar or Bobby Damage. Um, but they've got a good, deep team. Phoenix is a heck of a team, guys. Uh, I have. Um, a good friend who played for the Bucks in the 80s was a all-star. I'm not going to mention his name, but he told me before the series started that uh, Phoenix was the best team in the league this year. Um, so we knew we were going to be up against it. And, you know, with Giannis still not at 100%, um, it's a major fact. Um, so, can the Bucks beat Phoenix? the oh, yeah. Um, but they got a good game tonight, I think, because Coming back from two down, that means you you have to win two here in Milwaukee.
0: Uh, Giannis's uh, injury—I assume you you saw the leg uh, uh, when it happened. I did. Yeah, it seems miraculous uh, him even being able to walk.
1: Um, Brian, I I I can't even believe he's playing. let's say these things this guy is tough he works hard he's young so you heal better when you're young remember that guys
0: <laughs> do remember that when i it's you mean like when you would ago. get up, you mean like when you get up in the morning john and everything on your body didn't hurt yeah <laughs> is that and what? you could walk to the bathroom standing straight up
1: and <laughs> Welcome to Old Man Radio.
0: (laughs) Yeah, here we are.
1: (laughs) That's us. That's us. So, you know, all all of that about Giannis, okay? But an injury you can't will to heal. You can't just go. I'm gonna work this. They're treating it, treating it, and to get out there and play on that leg the way he played, it is. Remarkable. And I, I don't even know where all only gives the credit to everybody. Um, yeah, I, I don't think anybody thought he'd come back. And he wasn't quite 100%, you could tell him, man. You know, he was 85 or 90. And, and, you know, the great ones, like Green played till he was 40. And, you know, he didn't move as well. You could tell he was older. But the great ones can slow up by what? 30% and still be better than practically everybody in the league. Because well, he
0: knows, great knows all the shortcuts around the basketball court. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Giannis is still learning them because you know, he's
1: 24, he I mean, yeah. so he's still in a learn mode. But the good thing about him is he he sucks in learning, you know, uh, like the desert would suck in a rainstorm. I mean, he
0: yeah.
1: – he, uh, learns on the fly is remarkable where are you
0: going to watch the game tonight
1: at home okay where i like to watch them because uh I, I, my wife and i watch them pam and i need silence and attention <laughs> i could never go to a party for the, to watch a game.
0: No. <laughs> no i know what you mean <laughs> i i guess yeah up? There, I want to watch gonna, the game. I don't want to talk about this or have to get up and get that or what? What? No, no I'm watching the no. game. You know, I'd be a horrible guest.
1: No. Well, when are you guys going to invite me over to your house? Was that, that going to be there? Oh,
0: John will maintain total silence during the game. <laughs> no, John will <I'm> invite <laughs> you over for tonight's game and we can have a sleepover. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a little report. I got air mattresses and everything. <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, if they're on the floor, it can't get out. Yeah.
0: <laughs> John, I just want to—I just want to toss this out there. You are welcome to come to my house for any Bucks game you ever want to watch for the rest of your life. How's that for an open invitation? Well, I have never been in a house in River Hills, or isn't that where you live? River I Hill? do not. I do not <laughs> live in River Hills, John. But I will give you if if you want. I will give you my address, but you have to keep it quiet down the DL, okay? Uh, yeah, I know,
1: I know, I
0: know, Brian. I appreciate that very much, and I,
1: and I realize you're the one piping up like that. And Brian's silent. I, I know that. Okay.
0: If um, I don't want to steal Bob's moment if, of glory. If the Bucks, if the Bucks win the championship, will you be yeah. down in the Deer District? Doing whatever you do to celebrate, twerking, chugging, raving, yeah, chugging beer, whatever, John. <laughs> well,
1: in spirit, I don't know if I can go down there. That the fans are so wonderful to me and loyal to me, but if I go into a crowd that large, it's a little scary. Um, so I'm not sure yet. Yeah, I'll have to reserve that answer for later. I think let's get there.
0: All right, yeah, well, let's get there. Before we let you go, because we're getting late here, when was the last time you talked to one of your old teammates that was on a championship team with you or made your championship run against Boston?
1: Um, I, I, I talked to Oscar uh, a month ago. I talked to Bobby Dandridge when he was in, uh, announced that he went into the Hall of Fame. And just coincidentally, not on that championship team, but Sidney uh, Moncrief called me last week on uh, Monday, and, and I talked to Sid, and um, so there's there's some connection that goes on, for sure.
0: Do you guys text, or how do you do it? Do you just pick up the phone and call? No. No?
1: We, we, we get on the phone.
0: You don't go into a chat room? You and- <laughs> nope. Hey,
1: I no. like your comment on Facebook. <laughs> 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 yeah, don't, don't well, do that, John. No, and, and, and I've actually had some media people want me to give them Oscar's number, and I'm like, Nah. Are you serious? Nah. I'm not I'm not giving out that number. And we, uh, but we do stay connected to some degree. I talk to Dick Cunningham uh, periodically also.
0: All right. When was the last time you talked to Jim Paskey, who called it a career this year?
1: Yes. Um, Jim called me uh, about two weeks out before the last home game to tell me and uh, asked me to come on. So I did one quarter. With Jim, the last Bucks home game, so I saw him win. and we talked since. And uh, on the championship, when Eddie Doucette and I talk uh, oh, about once a week. So I'm, I'm in touch with him often.
0: All right, John. Uh, John, we yeah. we need a win tonight. That's uh, there's there, I I mean we don't need we don't have to have it. I feel good coming home even for down 0-2, but I'd feel better coming home one and one. Well.
1: It's not imperative, but it's pretty necessary and uh, because you don't want to be down two and have to win two at home uh, because they're really a good team and you can't fall behind. So this is a big one tonight. Let's go get it. All right,
0: John. All right, thanks, John. I'll, thanks for being on with us. I'll, I'll leave the front door open <laughs> in case you decide you want to come over to my house and watch the game. I'll be down downstairs, okay? Who are you? I'm John McLaughlin. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. Get out of here. <laughs> you see that happening.
1: Leave the light on. Uh,
0: the light The light will be okay. on, John. Thanks, right, John. Let's get a tonight.
1: I love you, guys. Okay, Thanks,
0: John. Thanks.